0: Jesus is
1: mine He's been my fortress Gracias.
2: Can make your way to the stage, please. Good morning, New Hope Community Church. How's everybody doing this morning? Whoa, 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 whoa. Good morning, New Hope Community Church. How's everybody doing this morning? If we give a shout of praise to our Father, if we give a shout of praise to our Lord, if we give a shout of praise to the one who woke us up today in this building, right? If we give him honor, right? He, he, he is our healer. He is our Savior. He is our way maker. Our Father deserves praises and praises and praises and all of our praises. If we can make our way back to our seats, So that we can step into the presence of the Lord this morning. So I've got a few announcements, right? A few announcements. we got our normal. Our normal Celebrate Recovery on Mondays. Mondays at 7 o'clock. This is for anybody who's struggling with anything, with any hang-up, hurt, or habit. Anybody struggling with anything. It doesn't have to be an addiction. It can be anything. Anything that you need help through to get a breakthrough through, anything that you need help to walk through, this is for you. Uh, we also have our, we also have our Wednesday night Bible studies at 7 o'clock. This is for everybody. Our pastor will be speaking on the message that he spoke on, today. he will be teaching on the message that he spoke on today, so if anybody has any type of question, anybody has any type of, any type of, just something that hit them at this message today, this is, this is for you, this is for you. And that's it. And then we have our Friday night live every Friday at 7 o'clock. This is for everybody. If you guys just want a a relaxing day or just a relaxing time, come on our Fridays. This is is a time to just spend with our Lord. As our pastor, we speak in a message that he does not speak on a Sunday. That he does not speak on a Sunday. What's up, dude? So if we can all rise and stand as we get ready to honor our Father... Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, Lord, I thank you for this time together, Lord. Father, I thank you for waking us up today. Father, I ask that you enter us today, Lord, and and change us, make us new. Father, I ask that these people realize that you're the way, you're the truth, you're the light in any darkness situation, Father, that you're the one who's going to kick through those doors, that you're the one that's going to set their path that you're the one that's going to trample on any enemy that's getting in their way Father let them realize that you give them strength when they're weak that you heal them when they're sick Father Father let them understand that you died on that cross for us that you gave your only son for us. So, Lord, as we get ready to worship you, Father, let us come empty. Let us give up what we're holding. Let us give up what we're holding. Let's, let us give up what we're, that's keeping us bonded, Father. Father, let us give up what's, what's keeping us shackled to the ground, Lord, so that we can be set free by you. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. amen. Lord Lord we thank you for this time together that we can give you praise that we can give you shouts and that we can give you the glory and honor that you deserve father let us not rush this time father let us stay in your presence let us stay in your moment so that we can gain what you have for us Lord fill us up fill us up fill us up father make us new
3: Yes, Lord. I just want to challenge us all to just sing that, but don't sing the words. Use your gift of the Spirit to sing that. Okay? Oh.
0: forget those walls he tore down for us let's not forget those things that he pulled us through let's not forget those things that he saved us from let's not forget Let's not forget what he is done Let's not forget what he is He is saved so much, he has did so much for us. Let's not forget what he is there. Let's not forget, let's not forget. Let's not forget what he is No
4: shadow, your own. I
0: With us through every day, every way, every day. Our Lord is here with us. He's here with
2: us. Father, I just thank you for this time, Lord. I just thank you for this time. Allow us to just soak in your presence. Lord, you were here. You were here. You were here. And in your presence, Father, we don't feel anything, Father. In your presence, we don't feel nothing, Lord. In your presence, we feel changed. We feel new. We feel made whole. And, Father, I thank you for allowing us just to sit and soak In your presence, Father, just to grasp and just to feel what you have in this room, just to grasp and just to feel what you have for us, Lord. So many doors that you're going to open for us in this room. So many doors you have for so many people that you just want to open. And you're just telling them, guys, to just walk through. Father, in your presence, we feel you. We feel your anointing. In your presence, we feel... We feel... We feel strong. We feel courageous. We feel as if we can take on anything, Father. So, Father, let us sit here and let us stay here so that we can connect with you and feel you and seek you and just be filled and grow and grow and grow and grow so we can pour our spirits out for you.
0: Pour your spirit out, pour your spirit out, pour your spirit out, we want to pour it, we want to pour your spirit out, we just want to pour it, not as Father, in this of ourselves Lord, so we can pour your spirit out. For your spirit help, King Jesus, King Jesus, we want more, we want more of you, Lord, we want more of you, Lord.
3: ask for more of you, less of us, that you would fill our lives, fill our hearts, Lord. Prepare us, Lord, for the word today. We have ears to hear and hearts to perceive. May we grow, may we thrive, Lord. May we walk in the fullness of what you've called us to, Lord. We love you We thank you that we can come together as one and worship Thank you that we can bless your name, that we have the freedom to bless your name. May you increase and abound in this place. In Jesus' name.
0: Oh.
2: Can we just sing this one verse?
0: Bless the Lord, O my soul.
2: this time together. Lord, I thank you for this time together can we give our father a shout of praise? Give our father a shout. Give our father a shout. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for being here. For being
0: here in this building, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you.
2: Thank you, thank you, thank you. Father, as we continue to serve in our service, I want to put a special blessing upon the kids as they get ready to just to get filled with your word and your wonders and get, just get ready to just see your joy. Father, I ask that you just open these kids' mouths so that they can speak about you. Open these kids' ears so that they can listen to you, Lord. Father, give these teachers the strength and the courage to, to teach these kids, Father. It's not easy. It's not easy. They, these kids come in with high energy, Father, so give these teachers high energy to understand and, and to catch up with these kids, Father. Give these teachers high energy so that they can so that they can see that they can see fire in these kids' eyes, that they want want to know you, Lord, that they want to gain, that they want to feel you, Father. Give these teachers high energy so that they can put out their best performance and their best picture and their best writings and their best songs and their best teachings and their best words for these kids, Father. These kids need you. These kids need the perfect you. So spit it out of these teachers this morning, Lord so that they can see, so that they can see you. And in Jesus' name we pray, amen. amen.
5: Could somebody say hallelujah? hallelujah. Oh, amen, praise God. Praise God, you guys may be seated. We're gonna go ahead and we're gonna take today's offering. I'm gonna sit down too, if that's okay with you. Any of you guys know the, the story of the rich young ruler? Pretty popular story. One Pam knows it. I don't know where the rest of you guys have been at. It's all right. It's just basically this story, and uh, it's in a couple of the Gospels, but it's in Matthew 19. Verse 16, it says, Now behold, one came and said to him, Good teacher, what good thing shall I do that I may have eternal life? So he said to him, why do you call me good? No one is good but one, and that is God. But if you want to enter into life, keep the commandments. He said to him, which one? Jesus said, you shall not murder, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness. Honor your mother and father, and you shall love your neighbors yourself. Then the young man said to him, all these things I've kept from my youth, what do I still lack? First of all, I want to point out that he was lying. (laughs) I kept every commandment since I was a kid. I'm perfect. So that's kind of a bad start. Jesus said, if you want to be perfect, go and sell what you have and give to the poor. And then you'll have treasure in heaven and come and follow me. And when the young man heard that saying, he went away sorrowful for he had great possessions. What a tragedy it is for somebody who had the opportunity to walk with Jesus and, and just travel with him and be with him, but his heart was with his stuff. See, you can you can have money, you can have a lot of things, but you can still be poverty minded. Because what happens is you can get to a place where you, you finally, you have a lot of stuff and maybe you've struggled, but now you got a fear that you're going to lose it all. And really all that is, is that's that's a lack of faith because you have a lack of faith that God is your provider. And just as he provided you with that, he can provide you with more. And sometimes we can go get so caught up in our things. See, like what we just experienced now was a flow of the Holy Spirit. You can get a, in a flow of the Holy Spirit in worship where, you know, it, it doesn't even, you know, it, it, like the songs are just flowing, things are just flowing, things are just coming and, and you just feel that, that presence of God. But I can tell you that you can get into the flow of the Holy Spirit in life and that's every part of your life, and that includes even your finances, you can get in this flow of the Holy Spirit where God's the one who has your heart and the things that moves God's heart is what moves yours to the point where you say like, hey, you are my God. My possessions are not my God. You are my provider. You have everything that I need. So I'm not gonna cling on tight, but I'm gonna generously give And so, and what happens is as you sow, God turns back and he blesses again, he blesses again. And so this man, he he wasn't, he he didn't want, he held on his stuff and he walked away sorrowful and he had the stuff he had. And then Peter walks up to Jesus and says, well, what about us? We left things, we left our businesses. And Jesus said to him, he basically says, let me find it. No, it's here somewhere. <laughs> but he talks about, he says that there's nobody who's left houses or land or possessions that won't have a hundredfold in this life and in the next. In other words, you can get into a flow of abundance with the Holy Ghost and with Jesus and with your giving where you can walk abundantly. You don't have to worry about how you're gonna pay your bills, where your next meal's gonna come from, because God will continue to provide, to bless, and he's got a million different ways that he can bless you, amen? So what he did is that this rich young ruler held on to what he had, and he could have had a 100 times more. It's the same thing that Jesus said that if you lose your life, you'll find it. You can't serve two gods, And God wants to take us to a higher level. He wants us to take a higher level with the Holy Spirit, a higher level in understanding the Bible, another level in our holiness, and another level in our finances as well. It's not God's will for you to struggle all the time and never to have enough. That's not God's will. It's not God's will for us to have all these undone projects in the church, to need the roof painted, to have the parking lot. That's not God's will. But as we begin to get into a flow of the Holy Spirit, God will begin to provide in abundance for every work. Amen? Amen. Lord, I thank you. Thank you, Lord, that you are not just uh, uh, our Savior, but you are our provider. And you will provide for us for every need. And, those, and that is a, is a well that will never run dry. Lord, you have everything we need in abundance. Lord, and we thank you that we are blessed so that we can be a blessing. Lord, may we all enter into a flow in our finances so that we don't struggle with lack, we don't struggle with enough. Lord, may you break us from materialism in our life lord we thank you we give you honor and we give you glory in jesus name amen amen, amen. i'm gonna turn it over to brother joel so before we start or maybe not before we start
2: you guys can go ahead and do your tithes and offering but before we start we're just gonna just, just sit here for a second you know just just relax and just let our father just do what he's doing in us You guys know at new hope we love birthdays right we love birthdays we love birthdays we love birthdays so we're gonna um we're gonna sing happy birthday to our our drummer uh deontay's clark's birthday today uh been here forever right he's been a help he's been a blessing in many many ways And, and 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 it's helped out so much been throughout the years he's actually if you guys didn't know he was actually my football coach when i was like 11 or 12 so it's just like, been a fluctuating thing. So he's been around for a long, long, long time. So it's been a blessing and honor to me to have him and just see him as a man, you know, and seeing life as him growing up and me growing up and just being next to him. and Worshiping together is just weird in life, you know, how we wouldn't expect me being the bad kid that I was on a football field didn't be up here singing right next to me. It was just, it was just weird. So, if we can just give a happy birthday to Deontay, right? Can we just sing it to him? Happy
0: birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Deontay. Happy birthday to you.
2: Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday. We got another special presentation, right? Of a guy who has been in his box and has finally decided to get out of his box. And I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. So I'm gonna just let him do him. And Trey's gonna step back. Yes, sir. Yep, yep, yep. Hey,
6: how you guys doing this morning? Um are you good? God is good, man. He uh gave me a little opportunity. I wrote a song about uh, a few weeks ago, and uh, yeah, he, he just put it on my heart to just play it for you guys. I hope you can enjoy it. It will speak to you in your walks, and uh, um, so yeah, I'm really excited to, uh, I asked Rick yesterday if uh, I could just play this uh, for him, and to his mistake, he said yes, so you get to endorse some horrible singing from me. Uh, no, it's not that bad, but uh, um, yeah, no, but I'm really excited um, to play this for you guys. So I'll give you a little background. Uh, so, i guess i have a um a real heart for evangelism and uh so and yeah i just uh i feel like as 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 christians we have this uh we have this kind of truth um to that others might may not can you hear me okay um, that others may not know or have when they're in their time of struggle or just um and they're and they're suffering and uh, uh we can just I don't know it's just it's just an awesome picture to just have the almighty god use people like us to uh share that truth and that fill that void and uh and have that relationship with them um so uh, yeah for me like i i remember the i'll give you a little yeah a little backstory but so yeah i remember like the the exchange over from the old man to the new uh for me and uh yeah when when i first accepted christ and um I think one of the coolest things ever, too, is when you uh, see that happen in somebody else's life, but then when you can, like, be a part of that seed, when you can um, be part of that, yeah, like, I think that's just a blessing um, to be used by Almighty God, and so, yeah, that's uh, a little bit about what this song's about, and I uh, uh, hope you guys uh, enjoy it. I'm going to go ahead and pray real quick, if that's cool with you guys, so, um, yeah. Lord God, uh, we just we just come into your presence, I pray that you just yeah you just fill this room um just be less of me more of you um yeah i just i thank you for everything you've done i thank you for sending your son um i just yeah you're just an almighty god um i just thank you for your love um and you're just your indescribable peace and uh yeah i just thank you for everything you've done god um i pray that you just enter this room and uh that that uh yeah you be seen today Amen. Amen. Sorry, I was trying to tune over there, but I couldn't I didn't want to interrupt, so give me a second here. I am missing a string, so you'll have to be.
5: Thank you guys. Great job. Great job. Brother Joel, got to know him as he came over to the bridge and been there a couple months and he's writing his own songs to the Lord and praying about getting his pilot's license. So praise God when I get the private plane, I'll have my pilot. Amen. Hey, if you have your Bibles with you, let's open them up. 1 Corinthians 12 is where we're going to be. Reading verses 1 through 11. Still in our series called Ghost Stories, talking about the Holy Spirit. King James says the Holy Ghost. And we're making a shift and we're talking about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And I did a little bit of a warm-up and kind of laid some intro down on Friday. And so um, hopefully that should be uh, available online to you if you want to listen to that. Um, But we're going to kind of go off the same passage and get a little bit more in detail today. So if you're there, say amen. amen. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I don't want you to be ignorant. You know that you were Gentiles carried away to these dumb idols, however you were led. Therefore, I make known to you that no one speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus accursed, and no one can say that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. There's diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. There's difference of ministries, but the same Lord. There are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For to one is given a word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another word of knowledge through the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healings by the same Spirit, to another working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues... But one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as He wills. Lord, I just pray that You would add a blessing to Your Word. I pray that You would anoint me to preach and teach Your Word. Lord, I pray that uh, that You would give the people ears to hear, hearts to receive what You have for them today. Lord, I pray that we would be built up. Lord, I pray that there would be a a spiritual gift that would be imparted into each and every person here today. Lord, that we would learn to walk closely uh, in the power that you have given us. We give you honor and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So one of the things I used to really like to do was to buy outfits for my wife. So I would literally be at the mall. I would be... Uh, in, you know, the the women's section, and I would be picking out dresses, and I would be picking out pants and sweaters and everything like that, and I don't know, you know. I know it kind of seems a little gay, but definitely not gay, right? 100% heterosexual. I just like to, to dress her and buy her outfits for, you know, for For, you know, and then she would put that, you know, she'd come home, she'd put the outfits on or we'd go out and, and she'd put the outfits on. And I kind of just like, you know, it was like I was playing like dress up, like with a full adult woman, right? Not just like a Barbie doll. Like I got, you know, and so I, I, enjoyed doing it and I, and I would always, you know, pick out her clothes. And then at some point, like I would start buying her clothes and then she would never put them on they would just kind of get hung up and they would be brand new hanging with the tag. I'd say, hey, you know, do you, do you like that? Do you like, what about that dress I bought you? Oh yeah, you know, I like it. I was like, well, you never wear it. You know, you put it on. I don't, I just don't want to wear it right now. You know, I don't really like, and then, you know, I buy something else and it's like, you know, before you know it, like there's, you know, these gifts that I bought for her and it kind of just takes the fun out of it, right? If you get a gift for somebody and they're not gonna they're not gonna use your gift, then you're kind of like, uh, oh, you know, I don't know if I want to keep getting more gifts because you know, if they're not gonna get used, you know, and so so I, I've kind of cut back on the shopping, and maybe I've kind of lost my touch or whatever, but you know, I, I just I, was, I even got her, I tricked her, and I was like, hey, that Adidas sweatsuit I bought you, like, did you ever put it on? And she's like, oh, it's still hanging up in the closet, you know, and I'm like, oh, okay, all right. She didn't realize that I was building sermon material here, you know. But my point is just this, the Holy Spirit has gifts for you and I, and they're gifts that, that have been given for us to use in our walk on the earth, and people are just taking these gifts and they're just leaving them in the closet. I don't really need that gift. You know what? It's good. Maybe, hey, you know what? If 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 you know something happens, cool. If something happens around me, cool. But but I'm just gonna I'm just gonna leave the gifts alone. But we've got to understand that when we operate in the gifts that God has for us, then in operating in those gifts, God is glorified and the body of Christ is edified because people will get help for the things that they need. It says that the manifestation of the spirit is for the profit of all. And these gifts are given for the profit of the the body of Christ, they're given for the people outside of the church. They're give, gifts that are given to you and work through you. And gifts are meant to be given away to other people. But if you're not using the gifts, then guess what? You're not, the body's not being profited. And you may be called what the Bible says is an unprofitable servant. In other words, there's these brief, supernatural, powerful gifts, and they're designed to flow through each and every one of you as an ambassador of the kingdom so that you can bring heaven's resources into the world. See, see these spiritual gifts are like gifts in your toolbox, right? If there's certain things that, that break in your house, it makes a big difference to have the right tools, so, if I have a pipe break downstairs, you know i can 't take you know something that 's being used for drywall and try to patch it up with drywall right i need I need plumbing tools, I need a pipe cutter, I need some shark bites, I need a length of pipe i need I need the right tool uh, for the right job and in life we 're going to run into various situations and and you 're going to need these these tools that the Holy Spirit gives you to be able to just abound in life and, and to break through limitations. Maybe you have a major life decision that you're not really sure of and, and you don't know where to go next and, and you need a, a word of wisdom or maybe you're stepping into something that is intimidating to you and, and, and you know that, that, that this is something that you don't have everything that you need in the natural and you need that supernatural gift of faith to be imparted in you. See, different tools in the toolbox, diversities of gifts, but the same spirit. The gifts of the Holy Spirit are like weapons that we can use to destroy the enemy, right? The Bible says that God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, and he went around doing good and healing all who were under the power of the devil because God was with him. Guess what? God is with you as well. If you're saved, you have the power of the Holy Spirit. God is with each and every one of you and you are anointed by God to set people free and to destroy all the works of the devil just like Jesus was. If I see somebody who's bound up in, in, in sickness, then I can believe God to, that, that we need a gift of healing or, or I need a miracle. If I'm under a spiritual attack, I can ask God to reveal the, the plans of the enemy and, and who he is using through the discerning of spirits. But because you guys all go to that church, and by that church, I mean this church, a church that teaches on these things, that's not ashamed of the power of God, that's not ashamed of the power of the Holy Spirit, because you guys go to a miracle church, then you're not going to be the type of people who are ignorant about spiritual gifts. Why don't you go ahead and just turn to your neighbor and say, "Don't don't be ignorant. You're not supposed to be ignorant about spiritual gifts. You're not supposed to be uninformed or misinformed. You're uninformed and you're misinformed if you just, if you don't know anything about it or you're misinformed because somebody told you that those gifts were just for the apostolic times. You know, there's nothing in the Bible that tells you anything like that. There's nothing in the Bible that says the gifts of the Holy Spirit stopped. Nothing. There's nothing in the Bible that says miracles stopped. Nothing. And if you're listening to one of those guys on the internet, you're listening to a false teacher. Amen. Amen. So, in the text we read that there's nine supernatural gifts. Those gifts are the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, the gift of faith, healing, working of miracles, discerning of spirits, different kinds of tongues, and interpretation of tongues. And if you take those nine just for teaching purposes, what what a lot of people do is they'll group them in three sets of three. And so you have three sets of three gifts. You have revelation gifts, you have power gifts, and you have vocal gifts. In other words, you have gifts that reveal something, you have gifts that say something, and you have gifts that do something. And so I wanna take a block out of that and, and teach on that for today, we want to talk about the revelation gifts—gifts gifts that reveal something to us supernaturally—and so those three are the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, and the discerning of spirits. So, um, where do we start today? The, the first one I want to start with is the word of knowledge. The word of knowledge. What is a word of knowledge? A word of knowledge reveals things that we could have no way of knowing in the natural. God is all-knowing, right? That, that's one of the attributes of God, that, that, that he knows, that, that he's all-knowing, that he's all-seeing, that he knows everything, and the Holy Spirit is God. So what happens with um, a word of knowledge is that God gives you a piece gives you a a part of of his knowledge and he gives you something that you have no way of knowing in the natural. Some people would probably mistakenly call this prophecy and, and they are related. And we talked about on Fridays how there's overlap in some of the gifts. It's kind of like a rainbow. There's different colors in a rainbow and you don't know exactly where one color ends and starts. So they're separate, but they kind of blend together. But the the, the simple gift of prophecy works a little bit differently, and we're going to talk about that in the next couple weeks, but um, I just want to give you a couple illustrations so you could kind of know about like what a word of knowledge looks like. And we're not going to have all these scriptures, and I'm going to give you the references, and just for the sake of time, I'm not going to read everything. But in John chapter 1, 47 through 49, um, there's Jesus, and he saw... This guy by the name of Nathaniel, and and he said, you know, to him he said, you know, hey, behold, there's an Israelite indeed, one who has, um, you know, no no deceit in him. And and Nathaniel's like, how do you know who I am? And Jesus said, before Philip called you, you were under a fig tree, and I saw you. And and he responds, and he says, you're the son of God, you're the king of Israel, and it, it's like. Nathaniel immediately believed that Jesus was who he claimed to be because there was no way that Jesus could know that he was sitting under that tree earlier. So it was a word of knowledge to give Jesus uh, something that he could have no way of knowing. And so when he shared that with Nathaniel, Nathaniel knew that God was with him and um, and that he was indeed the son of God. There's another example, Ananias and Sapphira in the book of Acts, and that's in chapter five, verses one through four, and if you guys don't know this story, I mean, this would be a great one to use during, like, tithes and offerings. I just I just haven't, like, kind of got the guts to do it yet, you know, but I'm praying about it, but, you know, I, the, the whole story with Ananias and Sapphira, you know, it talks about the early church, and they were selling all their stuff, and they were kind of laying it at the apostles feet and they kind of shared with the church everybody who had need and Ananias and Sapphira had a field that they sold and they had money Um, and they said hey we sold this field and we have this money but they didn't give all the money they said they were going to give all the money but they gave some of the money they hold some they held some of it back and as soon as they gave the money Peter's like I don't know why you would lie about this. You're lying to the Holy Spirit. By the way, if you ever wondered if Holy Spirit is God, just read through that verse because he said you lied to the Holy Spirit. And then he said, you didn't lie to men, but God. So it kind of confirms that the Holy Spirit is God. But basically what happens is he said, you know what, you didn't give everything, you're lying and you're lying to the Holy Spirit. So because of that, you're gonna drop dead. And then he drops dead and he gets carried out. His wife kind of lies, does the same thing. She drops dead. She gets carried out. But the end result was, is that there was no way that Peter would know how much they sold it for and the fact that they were holding money back. So he had a word of knowledge from the Holy Spirit. And basically uh, what happened in that situation, it said the end result, it said that, that, that fear gripped the church and all who knew what happened because they knew that the Holy Spirit was with Peter and that God was with the early apostles because Peter had a word of knowledge. He supernaturally knew something that he could have no way of knowing. I've had this happen in my own life and it mostly happens for me when sometimes like I'll pray for people and I can remember I was preaching at a church in Youngstown and a woman came up for prayer and I laid my hands on her and I began praying for her. And as I began praying for her, I seen like a young woman kind of sitting in a, like what appeared to be a crack house. And she was sitting in there and she was crying. And uh, I, I just felt that the Holy Spirit revealed and said, that's her daughter. Now, I, I didn't, I've never met this lady before. And she asked me for prayer for something totally unrelated. And I just looked at her and I said, wait, do you... You have a daughter, and she was like, "Yeah." And I said, "Is is she is she on drugs right now? Or are you have you talked to her lately?" And she just started crying and weeping, right there, you know. And and she was like, "You know, how how do you know that?" I said, "I don't know. Just as soon as I prayed for you, I just saw this vision, and so it was a word of knowledge because there was no way that I could know that she had a daughter and that her daughter was on drugs." But I had that picture, but we agreed in prayer for her daughter, and, and I had a. Then I followed up by a word of prophecy. I said, you know what? Your daughter's gonna get saved, she's gonna get free, and she's gonna be all right. See, uh, this isn't going to school and learning a new skill. That's what some people say. Well, you know, the gift of knowledge is somebody who gets a lot of degrees. You know, it's not about somebody learning the Greek and the Hebrew. It isn't somebody who has an IQ. This is a supernatural gift that is revealed to somebody that would be impossible to know without God intervening. And again, a big application like how this would use or how this could be a tool in your toolbox would be, you know, when you're witnessing to somebody out on the street, sometimes God will show you something about the person that you have no way of knowing. And, and when you share that with them, they become open. All of a sudden, they become open to the things of God because they're like, wow, like this, there's something going on here. And they might be closed to you, but they will become open Other times you can get a word that somebody has a health issue. Maybe somebody walks by you, or it can be a waitress in a restaurant, and you're just like, I don't know, like, uh, do do you have, like, a problem with your stomach, or do you have a problem with your back? And, you know, it's like, yeah, how did you know that? Well, I knew it because God told me, and now he wants to heal you. See how the giftings work together as kind of like a chain, And, and they can, you know, and you know, we see that before. It's happened to me here where, you know, I'll just be praying and all of a sudden I'll begin to get a word, okay, you know, that, that somebody has an issue with the knee, somebody has an issue with, with migraines, whatever it is. And, and I know that at that moment, God is showing me stuff about people that I had no way of knowing, and he wants to release a gift of healing for that very thing. Also, if, you know, you get the rare pleasure to do deliverance on somebody who's demon possessed, God can give you a word of knowledge about something that they were involved in, or, you know, maybe, uh, you know, maybe a family member. I had, you know, one person and they said, I don't know what it is. I'm just kind of struggling. Like, you know, and I know that I know that it's a demon in my life and, and I'm not sure. And, and it was like, while we were praying, you know, it, it was like, God revealed like, Hey, you know, like, um, you know, did, did you ever have like a blood transfusion or something like that? And, you know, she was like, yeah. And it was like, okay, well, you know, God showed me the power, you know, the, the power of life is in the blood. And, you know, it seems really weird, you know, but God will give you these words of knowledge. And when I started praying and, and kind of binding, it's like this lady just started screaming her head off. Literally, I thought they, like somebody was gonna call the cops, like, you know, but, but it was, she was set free because I got a word of knowledge. So you need these gifts to flow in your life. You guys with me today? Yes. Amen. We're, this is the advanced class, right? Yes. We, we, we went from, we're not in elementary school anymore. This isn't an elementary school church. Amen. Yes. We're, we're, we're graduated. We're not in kindergarten. There's a lot of places you can go to if you want to go to kindergarten. Amen. Yes. The next similar to the word of knowledge is a word of of wisdom. And what a word of wisdom does is it taps into a portion of God's wisdom, and it'll give you instruction and direction for your life. And, and wisdom and knowledge are kind of like close together. And, and for years I was like, okay, like I keep forgetting which one is which, like, which is the wisdom, what is what, what is a word of knowledge. And the best way I can describe it is that a word of knowledge is about knowing something that already has happened and a word of wisdom is instructions for moving life forward it unlocks things it unlocks things for you it'll tell you what is your next best move or what is that person's next best move Uh, we got a lot of examples in scripture the one that I really love is you know Jesus and and Peter and uh Peter was talking to Jesus about paying the temple tax and Jesus said, you know what? Why don't you go down, go fishing, catch a fish and open the fish's mouth and there'll be a coin and go pay your temple tax and pay my temple tax. There's no way, you know, in the natural that somebody would have thought, okay, I owe my taxes, so I'm going to go and I'm going to fish and I'm going to find a gold coin, right? What, what? That, that was a word of wisdom. Right? God has given you supernatural wisdom because they had a need. He had to pay that tax and God opened the door to just, hey, go fish and catch a fish. There's a coin. There's another one from uh, the Old Testament where uh, there is the prophet Elisha and the widow and the widow calls Elisha and she said that she's in debt and she is having all these problems and Elisha said, you know, just... Go around to all your neighbors and and borrow every glass jar that you can get and then take the little oil that you have and just begin to fill that up. And and the women, the woman went around and and they all collected all these jars of glass and then this oil just didn't run out. And now she had all this oil, so she went and sold that, paid off all her debt. In the natural, that would make really no sense. But here she gets a word of wisdom from God and that word of wisdom kind of bails her out. I remember when, um, you know, we we were getting the parking lot and then, you know, uh, that attorney was talking about, you need to, where where Hope's Haven is right now, you need to get that house. And I'm like, "Ah, no money, right? (laughs) I mean, I want it. It'd be nice to have it. I believe God wants us to have it, but like we don't have any money to get the house. And then right there, God gave me a word of wisdom and said, you know what? Tell the attorney that he's the one that's supposed to ask and and ask the guy to donate the house. And sure enough, you know, and I could tell that he didn't really wanna do it. You know what I mean? But it was the Lord, you know, call an attorney, get the attorney to work for you for free to get you to, you know, he did other work, but I mean, I didn't pay him to go ask the guy to give me a house, right? So a guy I didn't know, right? Tell an attorney to ask the guy I don't know to give me his house for ministry. Guess what? He gave us a house for ministry. Amen. The word of wisdom, Tell me you don't need the spiritual gifts in your life. It's not about natural wisdom here. This isn't, you know, this isn't about a gift you possess, you know. Well, I make very wise choices, you know. when When I went and bought my car, I read consumer reports and I read that, you know, all the different cars that were there and which one has, you know, the least amount of problems. And I went around to all the car dealers and I made a very wise decision. Right? That's just that's good to do, but that's not what I'm talking about. That's not a supernatural gift of of wisdom, right? This is a supernatural manifestation that gives you instruction, guidance, and direction that leads to breakthrough in a situation. God has wisdom for all the wisdom you need for every situation, even when you're in a rock and a hard place. Just ask the Lord, Lord. I I need I need wisdom. I need a word of wisdom. I don't know how to get out of that situation. But guess what? The Holy Spirit got the wisdom to get you out of that situation. Amen. You just have to desire. Again, we talked about the Bible says desire the best gifts. Desire the what's the best gift? The one that you need right at that moment. That's the best gift, right? And and. and the word of wisdom might not always seem like the, the the proper thing that you would do. This isn't worldly wisdom, right? Getting a coin out of a fish's mouth, going around to your neighbors and asking to borrow glass jars might not seem like the quickest way for you to get out of debt. But what you need to do is you need to be able to listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit, receive the word, and act on what he tells you. We have one more. And the final revelation gift that we're gonna talk about is the discerning of spirits. And this is a powerful gift that will allow you to glimpse into the spirit world. Some of you guys may have experienced stuff like this, but you just didn't have terminology to, to do it. But, um, you know, you, you have five senses, right? We, we have five natural senses, but... Um, Discerning of spirits activates your senses in the spiritual realm. So it, it it will usually involve you being able to see something in the spirit that not everybody can see. Sometimes it can actually involve you smelling things in the spirit world that not everybody can see. Jimmy, Jimmy has, sounds like he's had some experience in that area. Sometimes, you know, you get around demons, they stink. They, it's not like a natural thing where like, okay, like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm praying for somebody and they're kind of, you know, letting loose some flatulence, you know, that's like not what we're talking about. I'm talking about like demons stink. And sometimes there's a smell that all of a sudden you'll smell, you'll be like, do you smell that? It'll smell like sulfur. Do you smell that? We're like, no, I don't smell anything. It's just, it's just a presence. That's discerning of spirits. And uh, other times, like the Holy Spirit or an angelic spirit can, have, can actually have like a sweet aroma of like incense or something that, that smells really good. And you're like, smell something. It's, 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 it's the presence of God that, that's around you. It, it, has, it has an aroma and there's multiple realms of the spirit that can be revealed. Discerning of spirits can allow you to see when the Holy Spirit is activating, right? The, the spirit of God. It can sometimes allow you to see angels. The Bible says that angels are, are ministering spirits. Sometimes it can be just like a human spirit and that usually comes when like somebody's like prophesying to you and like you just like are like, I don't know what they're talking about. They're not really prophesying out of the Holy Spirit. It's not demonic, but they're prophesying out of their own spirit. It's just kind of fleshly. And also demonic spirits or demons. So a couple examples from Scripture. Um, We we can look at John the Baptist, John chapter 1, 32 and 34. It just says that uh, John says, I saw the Spirit descending from heaven like a dove, and he remained upon him. I did not know him, but he who sent me to baptize with water said to me, upon whom you see the spirit descending and remaining on him this is he who baptizes in the holy spirit i don't believe that everyone saw the spirit descending on jesus but there was a gift of discerning a spirit that was given to john and john saw the holy spirit descend like a dove it was a a glimpse into the spirit world another one uh, acts chapter 16 Paul uh, and the woman with the spirit of divination. So Paul is going around and he's, um, he, he's witnessing and he's, he's trying to plant a church and all of a sudden there's this woman that begins following him and she begins crying out, like following him everywhere he goes saying, these are servants of the most high God, which was true. And, but, but she just kept saying it and she kept saying it and she kept saying it And he turns around and he rebukes her and he casts the spirit out of her. He recognized, he had discerning of spirits that she wasn't operating with a godly spirit. Sometimes people operate in a demonic spirit and it can seem like they're saying the right things. But Paul recognized that she had a spirit of divination or a python spirit on her and he cast the spirit out of her and that was it for her. I, um, I, honestly, I, and I didn't expect this, but, you know, we were at Chris's dad's funeral yesterday and I was sitting there and, you know, I watched all the, and there was several people that spoke. And then when Chris got up there and spoke, all of a sudden there was like a glow around her. It was like, well, the, you're the only, you saw it too. So I was sitting, I watched everybody. It wasn't the lighting in the room. I'm telling you, I sat there and she was sharing a gospel message and sharing about Jesus and sharing about how her dad got saved and, and sharing, right? She was glorifying Jesus. And I said to her, I said, when you started speaking, there was, there, there was a glow on you. There was a Holy Spirit glow that was coming out of you. And she said, that's what I was praying that God would anoint me so I could get up there and speak and glorify Jesus. And that was just yesterday, Right? So there was a discerning of spirits that allowed—and the other people that were speaking, I mean, they, they, they were speaking good, but you can speak about the things of God, but just be operating out of, like, kind of a human spirit, just out of knowledge. Like, she actually had a glow of the Holy Ghost uh, upon her. One time, I had a guy who showed up at the church, and, you know, he told me, you know, I, I want to be your associate pastor, I'm, I'm credentialed to be an associate pastor. I said, well, that's, I don't really know you. I don't know who you are. I said, you know, you want to start coming to church and I'll get to know you, right? The Bible says know those who labor among you. I said, so I would need to get to know you before we would even want to cross that road. And you have to be sure that God has called you here. And, and, um, and he was like, well, you know, I got to show you my credentials. And, and he had all this stuff. And And I I remember just like him sitting at the desk across from me and I just looked and it was just for a split second. It was really quick. But it was like, it just, God showed me that there was a demon inside of him. And needless to say, he didn't become the associate pastor. And unfortunately, I, I will say that, you know, I did try to help him, but, you know, his life did end very tragically and in a really bad way. But God gave me a glimpse into the spirit realm in that moment so that, you know, so that I could know what I was dealing with. And it proved true over time. And um, this gift is not about having good judgment, right? It's not, it's not about having good people skills and being able to judge character because that's what I hear. Well, you know, I'm very discerning, you know? And so you just like kind of you know, you think that you're discerning, you're just like very judgmental of people. And that's not what, that's not what discerning of spirits is. It's, it's, it's a supernatural gift that allows you to see in the spirit realm, to see what type of spirit is operating behind a person. And, you know, one of the great places to use this gift and to ask for this gift is when somebody gives you, you know what, I just, I got a word that I got to give to you right? I got a prophetic word. I got a parking lot prophecy for you. You're just trying to walk out to your car and go home, go to lunch. I got a word for you. And they run up and they want to give you a word. Ask the Lord, show me what the spirit is operating behind this person. Is it the Holy Spirit? Right? And, and if somebody gives a word at a public meeting where you're at, ask the Lord to show you. The Lord will show you what type of spirit is operating in that. And, and sometimes, you know, if you're at a Holy Ghost meeting and things get a little bit crazy and you kind of see a manifestation, ask the Lord to show you. What's what's the spirit behind this? Sometimes even when you're praying for people, if you notice like sometimes like people would be sick and Jesus wouldn't pray for them to be healed, he would cast out a spirit of infirmity. So sometimes when people are sick and it's not all the time I mean sometimes it's it's just sick and if they're sick they need to be healed but sometimes there's a spirit that's causing that sickness a lot of times if somebody's really sick and they've went to the doctors and they got every test known to man and they're just like I don't know there's nothing wrong with you all your tests are normal but you know that you feel sick a lot of times that's a spirit of infirmity so sometimes God will open the door and He'll allow you to see the fact that that person's sickness is caused by a demon. And in that case, you're not praying for healing, you're instead casting a demon out of them. You know, just, just realize that you get a glimpse in the Spirit. You say, No, I wanna, I wanna be able to see in the Spirit realm all the time. No, it would freak you out. You wouldn't be able to handle it. There's stuff happening that's in the Spirit. All the time, God will give you a glimpse and then, you know, he he can give you a glimpse again. So those are the revelation gifts. Um, Those are the revelation gifts and we still have a couple categories to go through, the power gifts and the vocal gifts. And, you know, I, I just wanna revisit something that I said Friday. Worship team, if you wanna make your way forward, listen, Christianity is a supernatural religion. And we're called to be a supernatural people. And I'm believing that as we study these things and as we learn more, because the Bible says that faith comes by hearing the word of God, that we will begin to move and operate in a supernatural way as a supernatural people just like Jesus did, just like the apostles did, just like the early church did, just like all the revivalists throughout history did, because it's the supernatural power of God that is going to bring in the last day harvest, the last day revival. And because the church has been ignorant about these gifts, well, I don't know. I don't really want to teach about that stuff. We don't want to be weird. We don't want to be weird like those other people. But because we've been silent about the gifts in the church, because we don't want to weird anybody out or, or, or act weird, guess what? Satan now produces counterfeits. And people are desiring to, to, for the supernatural. You're built to be supernatural, but instead the church is silent. So guess what? Now people go to tarot card readers and they go to psychics and they go to mediums. And they take psychedelics to go tap into the spirit world and all kinds of other demonic stuff because the church isn't being the supernatural people that we are called to be. But listen, when we're empowered to walk in the power of the spirit and do what we're called to do then not only would the desire for those fake things begin to, to dry up, but we would begin to see people flocking to Jesus because it's something that's not just a religion. It's not just a philosophy. It's the power of God the power of God is pure the power of God is clean it's far above any devil or demon can do and that power of God is available to you and I because we have the Holy Spirit inside of us the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead amen amen could we just lift our hands all around the room Lord I just pray right now I just pray for just a fresh infilling, a fresh impartation, Lord, that these gifts would come alive in our life, that we would not be scared, that we would desire these gifts to operate in our life. Lord, we desire more of you. We want more, more of you and less of us. Lord, help us to know you more. Help us to walk in power and walk in an anointing. Lord, help us to have the power to set the captives free. Lord, we want more. We want more. We want more. Send your fire. Send your fire. Send the rain. Let the river flow. Lord, fill us with your spirit. Fresh oil, fresh anointing. In the name of Jesus, we give you glory and honor. And in Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Were you blessed today? Amen. If you could stand to your feet one more time. We're just going to worship the Lord together. We're just going to worship the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So glad that you guys came today. So glad. I'm so glad. You're going to have the best day ever today. Amen? Amen? You know what God showed me during worship? We're breaking through. Wherever you're at, wherever you've been stuck, whatever you've been struggling with, guess what? We're leveling up. We're going up. Amen? Amen? You know why? We're not going back to who we were. Amen. We're not going back to the struggles we had before. We're going forward. Amen. We're going forward. We're moving forward with the Holy Spirit. We're moving forward with the good things of God. Amen? We're here that we're going to live the abundant life. We're going to be the witnesses in our community, in the state, in the nation, and even the world. Amen? Yeah. Amen. Amen. Lord, I just pray a blessing on each and every person here. Lord, I pray that they would experience joy, peace, happiness. Lord, I pray that you would use them in a powerful way. Lord, I pray that you would give them the faith to walk into everything that you called them to do. In Jesus' name, amen. We're going to go out and worship. But the main part of this service is dismissed. So you're free to stay as long as you want. Enjoy worship. And you can leave when you want to, okay? God bless you. I love you guys.
4: When I pray, I know that you will hear me. And I'll be amazed in the way that you answer.
0: My soul, Bring your eyes are fire,
3: come and search me free.
0: Make me all of wash me, and make me all of God, make me all of God. make me all again make me all again make me whole again make me whole again make me whole I want new wine, new wine, scared. I want feel with your anointing. I want feel with your blessing. I want new wine, new wine, scared. The old me has gone. I don't want it no more. I want new, I want new, I want... New, I want new, I want... New, I want new, I want new. Must be poured out, then back, started again. (laughs) We need drenched in your holy water, drenched in your oil
2: to contain what you have for us. To contain what you have for us. Wash us, wash us clean.
0: Wash me. Me wash me. Amén. I surrender. I surrender. I surrender. I I surrender. child of God I have I am a child of God Cause you split the sea and I
2: walk right through it My fears were drowned in perfect love
0: save me, you rescued me so I could stand and sing,
2: cause I am
0: child.